Hello, Red Wave. Welcome to Where Bulldogs Podcast. My name is Caleb Mail. Joining me today to preview the PUBG New Mexico Mobile New Mexico Bowl against UTEP Miners is Michael Bliss. Michael Bliss, how are you doing today, my friend? It's a great day to be a Bulldog. Words of Inman, <laughs> it's a great day to be a Bulldog. It, even in the rain, it is a great day to be a Especially bulldog. Especially in the rain. I'm, I'm praying for like four feet of snow tonight. Done. Done? Okay, I hope so. That would be <laughs> wonderful. You know, if, if, if that happened, we may not have to have sponsors. As farmers for this podcast, we may not have to have sponsors for the podcast. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but we, we'll be all right. All right. So the cat's out of the bag. Caleb Pletz is not here tonight for the preview. He is busy uh, working hard. Once again, I think the last podcast, he was busy as well. And uh, Michael, we've been uh, recording for quite some time tonight. I feel like we should uh, get a radio show. This is hour number three. I mean, just, I mean, ESPN and uh, Fox Sports, if you want a couple of guys to come in here and <laughs> wrap it up for Pat, Paul, and Cam after the game, I'm not saying I'm going to be doing it, but I mean, I wouldn't say no. Hey, be careful what you sign us up for, man. <laughs> Put us in the truck. We'll talk for three hours. Caleb and I do that four times a week anyway. Just oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, we, yeah, we talk to each other all the time. I don't know if that's good or not, but since. Pletz is gone. We are going to do our best because he is the master of the preview and the recap. I mean, that guy's good. So he's the MVP. Yeah, we're gonna have to uh, carry some weight. We're gonna make you proud, Pletz. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get this thing started, shall we? Let's do it. So, as you all know, the nine and three, your nine and three Fresno State Bulldogs are going out to seek their tenth win of the season against the UTEP minus. They are seven and five from Conference USA. Uh, I say minors like that because I watched the movie Glory Road. You ever watch the movie Glory Road? Mm-hmm. You're a basketball guy. That was it. Yeah, minus. I've watched it. Minus. I can hardly understand what they're saying. Minus. Anyways, <laughs> great movie. I love that movie. Uh, all right. Let, what do we know about this team? Let's look at their record. Okay. Because we've never played this team. It's an old whack opponent. Uh, we're going to have our get to know come out tomorrow so they played new mexico state w bethune cookman w they played boise that's a a team that we played they got smoked and uh, we got smoked 54 13 l to boise then they went on a four-game win streak new mexico old dominion southern miss louisiana tech you could say they weren't the strongest point opponents so they went four in a row then they lose three in a row florida atlantic UTSA, North Texas, tougher opponents. Then they beat Rice and lose to UAB, UAB finished the season seven and five, four and four in Conference USA. Yeah. What, and I mean, Coach what does that Mel, tell you? Well, it tells me we, we've got to know UTEP a little bit. It tells me that this team is, is historically bad at football. <laughs> this is a bad football team historically. Fresno State all times eight, three and one against UTEP. Their current head coach is in his fourth season, Coach Dana Demel. His record is 12 and 32. 
If that mm. coach was, if that was a coaching record at Fresno State, his ass would have been grass. So I mean, <laughs> he would have been gone. So there's no way that there's no way. But this is a UTEP team that's seven and five. Is they're they're excited to be seven and five, which at Fresno State you you're excited that you're seven and five because you're going to a bowl game. But you go, oh, I wish we would have won a few more. So UTEP is right. in an interesting spot. Seven and five, they're doing cartwheels in El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah we. I mean, there's so much going on in, Fre- in Fresno State football right now and in the Fresno State football community. It's insane. I mean, we've won nine games. We had new coach. Our coach left. We have new coach. Quarterback transfer drama. Uh, we have all these videos going out with alumni. And I feel like there is more interaction with Fresno State football now more than I can remember. You know, maybe I don't, it's been so long. This is, uh, this is, this is the most drama filled three weeks Fresno state football has had ever (laughs) period. I mean, maybe, maybe since 2001, right. is the most drama filled and Caleb, we were six. So (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if, if that, if we can count that because we don't remember. So our Fresno state fandom memories, this is a big one. Yep. And especially since where Bulldogs has been going. Heck yeah. You know, we've been going a long time. You know what I mean? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so other things we know, we know they have some good players. And you guys are going to hear all about that in the get to know. But one thing you guys, one name you should know is a wide receiver named Jacob Cowing. He's a sophomore. And... uh yeah, he has 1,300 yards. He's averaging 20 yards a catch. I think if we want to be correct, 23.4 yards a catch. The numbers kind of look similar to a very, very famous wide receiver at Fresno State. During I lied. Time. It's, he's averaging 24. 24. Sorry, I mean, he, who's that? The, the, numbers, the numbers are kind of make me think of Devontae Adams a little bit. Uh, sophomore balling out, obviously not on the same level, but like, can you look at it? You go, huh, that, <laughs> those look really similar. Not as many touchdowns, not as, but the yards, 1300 in 12 games. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Their quarterback, uh, Hardison, 17 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. I mean, yeah, the guy's not protecting the ball. Well, he's got 12 interceptions on the year, but, He's a guy who's going to throw from the pocket. From what we've heard, he's a guy who can likes to air it out. He's got a big arm. He'll be a guy that the the safeties and the cornerbacks are going to have to be they're going to have to be on their toes because if they've got a playmaking receiver, we saw Carson Strong kind of yeah torch Fresno State's back uh, defensive backfield. So it's gonna it's gonna be kind of defensive backs hold your own and defensive line get back there as quick as you can and let let David Perales and Aaron Mosby wreck some fools and get some sacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's they're giving up 20 uh they're giving up 24 points a game. They're averaging 25 points a game. So it's it's going to be uh, I I don't think their defense is that good. So I think we could take advantage of them, of them no matter who is starting at quarterback. And that's something that I want to get into right now is all the unknowns for Fresno State. I mean, this is a list of unknowns. We want to start a quarterback? Great. Sure, let's who do is it. it. Who's going to be there? 
the 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 draw the the roster the depth chart says one two three Fife Henderson Hayner tied at one yeah <laughs> tied at one so to me I think Lee Marks who's being the interim head coach is saying we're not going to tell you who's starting yeah, they know but they're not they, I think I think they know Jake Hayner starting and I think UTEP would be smart to scout for Jake Hayner and yeah. expect him to be out there. But that there's a big question. The, the guy tr- was trying to tr- two weeks ago. We thought he was gone. Right. The thirtieth, we thought he was in Seattle. Washington. We yeah. thought he was already on his way. The same private jet just took a big, <laughs> did a big round trip, came back and picked Jacob. <laughs> and so we. So now, now he's back. Now he's back. And what number jerseys is he going to wear? Is he going to go back to the retired number nine? Is he going to wear number 10? I don't know. I don't know who's lined up under center. Well, and, and the other thing is the game plan changes depending on who, who starts. If Henderson starts, we know they like to run the ball and do some read option stuff and they open the playbook up. I want to hear my opinion, Michael, if Kirby Moore is running the, if he's offensive coordinator, I want Henderson as quarterback to show to show everybody what I can do as offensive coordinator. I can open open up the playbook, let Henderson run a little bit, and you know let him let them do their things. But if I want to win, that's the other thing. Uh, is we if we want to win, we got to start Hainer. I think we got to start Hainer just because he's familiar with those guys. I mean, this is not the time of the year you want to have a quarterback competition. I know you kind of had to. No, and I would. If I was coach, I would start Fife or Henderson. I, I think I actually like Fife. I think he's a good pocket passer. I would go the opposite. Where if I was the I was the coordinator, I'd want to put Fife in there because to me he plays similar to Jake Hayner. So then mm-hmm. that way you can have at least a similar style. You, uh-huh. Jake's not a guy who's going to be pulling down the read option and taking off and running for twenty yards. So it does add a wrinkle in the playbook but you'd have to maybe scrap some plays in your playbook that players are more familiar with. So for me, I would have gone with. If Hayner isn't here, I would have gone with Fife because there's a little bit of familiar play, I think, between mm-hmm. the two. Yeah, well, just like we said, unknowns. We yeah. have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be fun to see. And I, I would even say that you, they may start with Henderson or Fife. All three could play. Just all three that. of them could play. What if you just did a carousel of all three, one after the other? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Really keep everybody on their toes. Uh-huh. Jake becomes a third down quarterback. <laughs> and the the one consistent that I that I know that we are going to have is our defense is going to show up. I know that. And our running backs are going to be ready to play. This Ronnie good- Rivers and sorry, go ahead. No, I was agreeing with you. Ronnie, yeah, Ronnie Rivers and Jordan Mims. Let them go. Just let them go. Let them do their thing. UTEP has all five of their losses. They've given up over 100 yards rushing. This oh, game, perfect. to me, perfect. To me, this game, Jordan Mims, I want him to have 100. And Ronnie Rivers, I want you to have 100. And I want to feed these dudes. And let's go ride to a win. <laughs> well, we got talking. And Caleb and I usually have some segments, right? So we'll, we'll try to make up, make it up. But so CNC, we do the CNC uh, based off CNC Music Factory, right? The song going to make you sweat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is the, usually it's a CNC Fresno State Football Factory. Now it's CNM. So I was thinking 
like MC Hammer. Oh, yeah. It's hammer time. What's that? It's hammer time. It's hammer time, baby. But that, I mean, that <laughs> offends me because I'm a nail. So, <laughs> no. Well, I couldn't really figure it out what we were going to do. But so we're going to stick to it. What is going to make you sweat this uh, New Mexico Bowl? PUBG Mobile. Mobile. They're well, not paying us, by the way. <laughs> what's going to make me sweat is the who's starting at quarterback. The unknown of Lee Marks as head coach and the, what Kirby Moore can do as a wide receiver coach. A lot has happened since Fresno State took the field last. The unknowns. They're making me sweat just talking about it, let alone watching it on <laughs> Saturday. I will be in a pool of sweat. So this actually might surprise you, but I'm totally okay with any quarterback that comes out. I'm not going to sweat over any quarterback that comes out. I, I actually want a younger guy to start to get some snaps in, get reps. What's going to make me sweat is Jacob Cowing. Whenever we go up against a star-studded wide receiver, uh, wide receiver core. I don't know if they're a core is all stars, but whenever they have one big guy, we seem to do poorly in the passing game. I I'm, I'm thinking uh, Boise. We could not stop their guy. Uh, we cannot stop Romeo dubs. Uh, remind me if there's anybody else, but I feel it just, for some reason, whenever I think of the passing game, I feel like we struggle and there's always one wide receiver that torches us. So I'm a little sweaty about cowing. That's definitely fair. That's definitely fair. All right. What is going to make you dance? So everybody dance now. Same song. Just, you know, some people. Oh, okay. It's the same song. Same song. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to sing it, but I'll save everybody's ears. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) What's going to make you dance? What's going to make me dance is going to be our running backs, our running backs all year have been steady eddies. They've been back there every week, minus some injuries. They've missed one or two weeks, each of them, for injuries. This week, they're back there. You know, you know that these guys are going to be ready. This is Ronnie's last game as a Fresno State Bulldog. Yeah. He's got some incredible records to me. And Jordan Mims is coming back next year. Jordan Mims might be the most important returner for next year because yeah. he might be better than Ronnie Rivers, and you get to bring him back next year under Tedford? <laughs> uh, sign me up. So, to me, the running backs are going to make me dance a big game for a running back crew. Mm-hmm. I, w- I will dance if they go crazy. But when I look at, the, at this Everybody Dance Now segment, I kind of think of something that w- might surprise me. I'm like, oh, my gosh, and then I'll start dancing, you know? doing yeah. the uh, the swing with my wife uh, she mm-hmm. would appreciate that i need to do that more with her uh so i i think that ronnie and jordan are going to get theirs they're going to be just fine i don't know i i don't really think that the miners defense is good enough to keep up with our offense no matter who's at uh who's taking snaps and especially with our running backs and they can't guard our wide receivers no one in the nation can so what's going to make me dance is if we force turnovers, I think that's going to be key. And especially with the numbers that their quarterback has 12 interceptions. I would love to see some interceptions strip sacks from Mosby and Perales. If we force turnovers, your boy, Caleb in is going to be dancing. 
I think that's a great point. And Mosby and Perales have done it all year long. The quarterback, I'm not sure if you mentioned, he's only a sophomore yeah. for UTEP. So he's this is a young team. This is an experienced Fresno State team. UTEP is a young team. Let's go out right. and rattle them. I think the I think it's a great idea, great point. Let's get the defensive fellows back there and rattle this quarterback. Then it don't matter if you have a 1300 yard receiver on the outside. If that quarterback's rattled, don't matter. Right. It may as well just be you and me. <laughs> uh, all right. What are your keys to the game? You, we kind of touch on it, right? When we do the what's going to make you sweat and everybody dance now, we kind of touch it. But you got to pick one now. What is your key to the game? My key to the game is for Kirby Moore, our offensive coordinator, to figure it out on the fly. This is not a game. This is not a game where he's got, oh, well, I've learned against, you know, UConn, the worst fe- football team in all of the Division One. Like, we got to start off the year at. No, this is a team that's good. This is a team that has made it to a bowl game. This is a team that's played 12 games this season already. This is a team that nobody is really entering the transfer portal. This is a team that's fighting for their first bowl win in since the 60s. Right. So this is this Kirby Moore, longest bowl drought in the history of college football right now. This, yeah, they're hungry. So Kirby Moore to me, go out and you're going to have to learn on the fly. You've got a really good team. This is a good chance for you to learn. But the key for me is Kirby Moore figuring out how to make the offense click against the minors mm. my key to the game is going to be two names that i don't talk about uh it's going to be about two players that i don't usually talk about and that is defensive tackles kevin atkins and leonard Payne. so they are listed on the two deep as the starters at d tackle and i think that they're going to be very important because we look at utep and they're kind of balanced and they're going to need to be able to one, stop the run. They UTEP has two running backs uh, that they use. When I look at the box scores, um, it looks like there's two of them carrying the ball. So they're going to need to be able to stop the run up the middle. And then I would love to see them force double teams. And this is what I think is very important for people watching football, um, especially if this is your first time listening to us and you don't know too much about football, but you're into the bowl games. If they can force a double team and Mosby and Perales get singled out on the edge, it's over. We win. They're too good. Our boys vice, are too good. And vice versa. If you decided to double team Perales or Mosby, our tackles are good enough to get to the quarterback. Right. And I think that these those two boys that you know we haven't talked about. I would say I don't even know if we've talked about them all year, but and Kevin Atkins is a senior, I believe. I don't I don't know if he has a year due to COVID or not. It's been weird. Uh, and we, Michael and I have joked that uh, <laughs> DeBoer actually, uh, he came out on his press conference and said he didn't know. And so he was trying to decide if he was going to stay or not when <laughs> he was seeing all the seniors at senior night. But anyways, um, I think uh, I'm happy to talk about these D tackles. They've been good all year. And I think that they need to have a big game. And that's my key to the game um, in, in this uh PUBG Mobile, New Mexico Bowl. That's a great point because all year we've talked about Jake Hayner. We've talked about Jake Hayner repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And he goes and leaves and comes back. To me, this game is not going to be won by Jake Hayner. It's going to be won by all the players that stayed and are excited to see a coach 
Tedford come back, are excited to play under Lee Marks, are excited to play under Kirby Moore, excited to play in this PUBG New Mexico Bowl. It's going to be all the other players. It's going to be guys like Cale Sanders, who we have not mm-hmm. talked about. It's going to be like Kevin Atkins. Michael Langley. Michael Langley. We're going to talk about maybe a, maybe a wide receiver that has Zane Pope. Zane Pope, Carrick Wheatfall. Who we, those guys, and we hit on the running backs, the guys who have been here are the guys we're going to end up talking about more, in my opinion, than, than Jake at the end of this game. I would love to see Carrick Wheatfall. Ronnie Rodriguez, uh, Ronnie Rivers gave it away, and Juan Rodriguez go crazy this game. That'd be a great way for the seniors to go out. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Even on the defensive side, all the seniors. I want all the seniors to do well. Uh, all right, give me a final score, Michael. I am going to go with the Dogs 31, UTEP 13. All right. I'm going Dogs, of course, 35-10 couple of blowouts. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think they've earned that right to blow out UTEP for us to pick UTEP. They are 11 and a half point favorites. Um over under is 51. Wow. So we're right there. We're close. Close. I didn't quite get the you and I both didn't quite get the over under. But Wait, spread we're, definitely. We're, we're the under. Yeah. <laughs> uh Game time. Okay, Michael, you have big shoes to fill here. Okay, no. are you ready for this? I'm so nervous. <laughs> All right, you need to tell us. Okay, I'm going to try to do the best I can. What the weather is going to be like, where uh, this game is at, and where we can watch this game. Oh, man, I am nervous. So nervous. <laughs> because Plus does such a good job of this. But you know what? I'm going to do my best to make you proud. Caleb Plitz. We have got a game. Kickoff is at 11:15 in University Stadium in Albuquerque, New Mexico on December 18th of 2021. AM. The a.m. Did I say PM? No, you didn't say anything. Oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I hope we're they not probably knew, off. but I, I, was... I hope we're not kicking off at 11:15 uh, PM. Michael, uh, <laughs> Grandpa Michael here might miss it. Uh, <laughs> We the weather is going to be a nice 47 degrees and sunny with a little bit of wind, nothing too crazy. Um, the dogs you can watch them on ESPN, but I would recommend listening to them on the radio. I have the iHeart Radio app, and you can listen to 1340 Fox Sports on there from anywhere, and it's really easy because I love to listen to Paul Leffler, Pat Hill, and Cam Worrell on the call. They do a pretty great job, and uh, yeah, I don't. Right. Yeah, yeah, they do all right. I don't know if it's going to be a grass field or a natural field. It's artificial it's turf. turf. There you go. Boom. Mm-hmm. Artificial and turf. And that's my and that's my my summary for this Saturday. How do I do? Beautiful. Wow. I I know exactly where to watch it. I can watch it on ESPN. It's a nationally televised game. That's great. And I I, I assumed that Paul, Pat, and Cam would be covering it. So it goes. It's usually a good assumption. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Michael. That was wonderful. Wow. Thank you. So you're saying if I go, I should be wearing a jacket. I think you should wear a jacket. 47 with some wind. It's going to feel chilly. Make sure you get your long sleeve, your jackets, your little beanie hats, and go rep a bunch of Fresno State red. red. Get <laughs> rid of that UTEP minor blue and, blue and orange. Well, 
I don't like blue and orange. Why are all these teams blue and orange? Boise. It reminds me of Boise. We're basically playing dark blue Boise. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Last thing I want to talk about, I and mean, we, we were going to talk about unknowns, and we didn't talk about all the unknowns, but Lee Marks is head coach and all these coaching changes going on. Do you think it affects the team? I don't think it does because there is a head coach named Jeff Tedford walking around. And I think, I think Tedford has said he's going to be out recruiting, but I would be shocked if during these practices, Tedford is not around practice. Yeah. So to me, Lee Marks and Tedford are probably talking a lot. I don't know exactly how much, but I would assume it'd be a lot. So I think Tedford's going to be walking them through it and helping them get through, you know, this is going to be a big game for him because if he wins, and he wants to be a head coach one day, this is an opportunity for him to say, hey, look, I've at least done it once. So to me, it's if I was in that position, I'd be ready to embrace the opportunity. And if you lose from his standpoint, it's, you know, I inherited a team and had two weeks to prepare for one game. You don't have a whole camp and things like that. You had all this drama. So to me, it's a win-win situation for Lee Marks. But obviously, I hope the scoreboard reflects a win. Um, and that might be great for him. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I don't think it's going to affect him too much. Uh, the other unknown, and it's, it's not really unknown. Actually, it's not an unknown. It's known. Uh, Tyson Maeva is going to be out. He is not playing this game. So Malachi Langley and Tyler Mello are going to take his place at linebacker, according to the two deep. Also, the other thing that I thought was interesting we have uh, Kale Sanders starting freshman. He's played l- past few games. And Deron Bland is going to be starting. So we, we were, Braylon Lux was getting some time, but he would played most of the season. But now Kalen Sanders and Deron Bland look to have it in the bag. Um, well, Kale Sanders has played really well. I don't yeah. want to short sell that guy. He's been playing right. pretty well on the outside. And, um, he's been getting after it, man. He's been getting after it. So I wouldn't be worried if you're a Fresno State fan to see Kale Sanders on the one side. And I don't know what's going on with uh, the other cornerback spot. I'm not sure what's what's the deal there. I'm not sure if it's injuries or if they're just looking to mix it up a little bit or if somebody's beat somebody out in practice. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And I'm sure they all play, though. Mm-hmm. Anything else that uh, we missed? On this preview, Fresno State is defeated. Never won in the New Mexico Bowl, oh, so we hope to right. change that this week. We're on a two-bowl game winning streak, and overall bowl games, we are 14 and 15. So if we win this one, we're 500 in the bowl games with Tedford coming back next year. Perfect chance next year to get over the hump, over 500. <laughs> um, the other thing we were saying before we got on is we wish Commissioner Thompson would have figured out how Fresno State can get a better – right. better set of bowl game competitions i think it's great we get to play conference usa i think it's great we go get the to play the mac but i don't want to play one power five team in all of our bowl games mountain west is in eight bowl games this year dude how come we can't go play like a west virginia how come we can't go play a texas tech how come we can't go play a an lsu team that's depleted i would love to do that on a national stage and to me it's we don't have it we're a premier league in this country we're not a power five, but we're a premier league. That's not a power five. And to me, there's no way we shouldn't be playing better teams at this point. Yeah. 
I, I, we looked it up. I think we're playing like the sixth ranked team in the Pac-12. Utah State is playing them. And that is our only group of five opponent, I believe. I'm not. Uh, Air Force is playing Louisville. Louisville, yeah, Louisville is Louisville is okay. Uh, they're in the AAC, if I'm not. Uh, oh, that's mistaken. right. So technically, they're not mistaken. So they're they're pretty good, but they finished. No, they're. The pack, I thought they're in so. the ACC. Oh, ACC, correct. Are correct. they in the ACC? Yeah, they're in the one at Clemson. Is that the ACC? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're a. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. I mean, that's okay. So we got two against Power Five. So I don't know. For me, moving forward, I would. Especially if you got eight, I kind of wish it was split down the middle, four and four. I wish we were playing a power five team. I would, like I said, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Iowa State, those big fellas that go play in the middle of the country somewhere. Let's go play in Nebraska and have a, have a, have a fight with a really a bigger school. So that way we can have a bigger, you know, we can have a platform, a bit more branding, better branding for the Mountain West. Right. Oh, I, I think it would be good. Um, I think that, well, now who is San Diego State playing? They are playing UTSA. That's right. So that should be a good game. That should be a good game. Yeah. They finished <laughs> what 11 and one, uh, 12 and one or something like that. So, yeah. Well, I, I agree. We uh, should not be playing the sixth ranked Pac 12 finisher for the Mountain West pack. champion. Yeah. Agreed. Well, everybody, that's going to do it for our PUBG Mobile. New Mexico Bowl preview. Michael and I, thank you for listening. So does Caleb. He appreciates it as well. And, and Michael, you did a great job, by the way. I thought you did very good. Very good. Thank you. I'll take my Academy Award whenever you get it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Stay safe. Stay healthy. God bless. And as always, for the last time, no, we have a recap. Just kidding. Not the last time yet for football season. Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs>